0: Here's Outside the Box, Not Always Plugged In. Today's topic is Small Internet. In the previous Outside the Box, I talked about the dangers of technology as a solution to our problems. One form of technology being touted as part of the solution is the Internet, since it's a potential source of almost unlimited information for everyone. Well, it does offer a lot of answers to just about any questions. It may also endanger our entire planet by the unintended consequence of overwhelming the energy grid and damaging the world's environment. The Internet is quickly becoming a world energy hog. Yes, it saves a lot of energy too. Less paper to produce, less mail to deliver, fewer shopping and leisure trips, more items online that would need to be searched for elsewhere but the web is not very environmentally green and the more we use it the more electricity it requires every time we read an article on a website we produce one two or more grams of carbon pollution an article with photos or graphics requires even more ditto if you're listening to this feature on the archives in an mp3 format but don't take this as a message to stop listening to outside the box if you can't get it at eight thirty a.m on tuesday mornings kevin lozano in the december eighteenth, 2019 issue of the new republic writes that watching a movie one hour a week for a year uses more electricity than two new refrigerators running that same year. According to Lozano, about 10% of worldwide electrical use is from the internet. And of course, that will increase as more and more of the 3 plus billion people not already plugged in get online. Usage may double or triple in the next 20 years, some of that from greater use and some from the necessary cooling of data centers that can overheat. The new 5G wireless network being touted will speed things up, but require more from the grid as well. We may soon see two worldwide webs, a fast one for giant internet users, online retailers, banks, stock traders, that can afford to pay more, and a slow one for the rest of us. One more form of economic inequality. This may be another example of technology as a problem, not a solution. We can think of the Internet as a utility that's owned or at least regulated by governments. That might allow for more equitable service and reduced energy use. We can cut our electrical usage, too. Lowering Internet speeds would help. Do we need a new screen popping up immediately, or can we wait a few seconds? If web searches are a form of entertainment, maybe there's a better way to kill time. Read a book, not an e-book. Simpler screen designs with fewer bells and whistles with lower energy costs, as, as would getting rid of all the ads and consumer data collection which take up a huge amount of screen space and electrical usage. We can turn off our computers when not in use, and certainly overnight, since even in sleep mode, they require some juice. The Internet is not the only energy user destined to get bigger in the future. While Bitcoins get much attention these days, there's still an alternative currency that requires a huge amount of electricity to keep blockchain ledger accounts accurate and current. Almost any technological upgrade will add to energy usage. A recent article by Efficiency Maine stated that if every car on the road were electric, the state would have to generate 55% more electricity than it does now. All those newfangled heat pumps that so many homes and businesses are putting in, including at my house, are increasing electric use as well. We may put in enough solar and wind installations to offset the new usage, but we'll need some kind of backup for days and nights when the sun don't shine and the wind don't blow. Do you use the internet for email, web searches, and movies or other entertainment? How much electricity use do you think you generate in a year? I'm Larry Danzinger, figuring I better cut back what I do online.